What I really want to talk about is the dink lifestyle. Trending on social media over the last week has been TikTok video after TikTok video, viral videos emerging of couples who have no children. And they are, so DINK stands for D-I-N-K, dual income, no kids. And these videos are exploding online, predominantly of Zoomers, also known as Gen Z, and the millennial generation sharing about how they're married. It's great. They have no kids. They can do whatever they want, whenever they want. And they don't use their kids as a crutch or excuse. And they get plenty of sleep, which would that be great. Uh, here, I'll share with you, listen to one of these TikTok videos, and I'll share with you some of my thoughts. Listen up. We're dinks. We go to Trader Joe's and workout classes on the weekends. We're dinks. We get into snobby hobbies like skiing and golfing. We're dinks. We can go to Florida on a whim. We're dinks. We're already planning our European vacation next year. Dinks. We get a full eight hours of sleep and sometimes more. <laughs> We're dinks. We get desserts and appetizers at restaurants. We're dinks. We can play with other kids and give them back. <laughs> we spend our discretionary income on $8 lattes. <laughs> We're dinks. We max out our 401ks, Roth IRAs, and HSAs. We're dinks. We don't use our kids or dog as an excuse to leave a party. We just leave. <laughs> okay, so there's one example of the dink videos that are trending all over social media. It's just a bragging lifestyle like, hey, I don't have kids. Life is great. I have a few takes on this. And I'll start with this. I think that before we like, I think a lot of people are sitting here pointing fingers saying like, oh my goodness, these people are so selfish. Like they're over here celebrating that they don't have kids. Hold up the criticism for a moment and start with the fact that there are a lot of a lot of young people today who are unable to have children or who have been told they will not be able to have children because of various medical diagnoses from polycystic ovarian syndrome, years of hormonal contraceptive use, and not everyone who has fertility issues uh, has taken contraception in the past. A lot of people are struggling with thyroid issues that can impact fertility. And so I start from the perspective, I think a lot of young couples, uh, especially young women, are entering into marriage thinking, I can't have kids. So Let's have fun. Let's have this positive attitude. And there's almost this like, uh, almost an attitude of like, I'm really going to push hard how like happy I am because I, I get all the sleep I want. I can do whatever I want. And I think that that comes from sometimes a place of woundedness. And so I think when we see some of these trending viral TikTok videos about the dink lifestyle, the dual income, no kids lifestyle, I think that's a key part of this conversation because infertility is only on the rise and a lot of people are being told that they can't have children or likely would have a hard time. So they're throwing their hands up early. And this is why I love our NAPR physicians who help to treat underlying medical health conditions impacting fertility. Just because you have PCOS, endometriosis, thyroid issues, doesn't mean you can't have children. I'm a walking case of this. I've shared my story here on Trending before with PCOS and Hashimoto's disease. And so I just think that that's a key part of this whole dual income, no kids conversation. Because at the same time, you do have a culture that says, don't have kids, you do you. And that verbiage, you do you, has been so prevalent behind the scenes and the way we think about how we will live our lives, the things that we'll enjoy, that I think that it's at the core 
of the dink lifestyle, that dual income, no kids mindset of you do you, you have fun, you enjoy what you want. Let your truth be your truth, my truth by my truth. Don't criticize it, but just know I'm having a blast. It's also part of the braggadocious social media culture we live in, where we share every wonderful thing that we enjoy about our lives, but hide all the nitty gritty, painful, challenging moments of our lives. And so this is what we should expect in a social media culture that says, hey, share the best moments of your life, not the less than best moments. And I'm seeing this ongoing tension in the culture today, not just in secular culture, but even within the Christian communities among friends of mine who I am there side by side with who are struggling to have kids, struggling with infertility, doing everything they can, almost trying to move mountains in their medical care in the hope that they might be able to conceive children. And I see the criticism from people with families who say, oh, you can do whatever you want. Oh, you get as much sleep as you want. You just don't get it. And almost this a harshness toward people who don't have kids from people who do have kids. Rather than showing the truth of family life or the joy of family life, sometimes there can be a lot of criticism or resentment toward people who don't have children. And so I think duly noted, we're seeing the dual income, no kids lifestyle where they say, well, hey, I want to tell you how great of a life I'm having. If you're going to be critical of me for not having kids, well, let me tell you how much fun I am having while not having kids. So it goes to this cultural tension that's happening between having children and not having children. Well, I think some would like to just say, hey, this is the result of a very selfish culture, which for some, sure, it is. I think it's also a little bit of, hey, this is me defending my lifestyle as I'm being criticized. And I might be being criticized for not having kids when I can't have kids. I'm having a hard time having children. I think that that's part of this narrative and the dual income, no kids conversation. Another part of the dual income, no kids conversation that I think is really key is that I have seen firsthand in my generation, I'm a millennial, that a lot of my peers have never been exposed in the last 10, 15 years to children to babies, to family life. I remember actually, for example, when my my husband and I were then dating and my sister-in-law had her first kid and it was the first baby in the family in a really long time. I think it was like over 15 years that they had had in their immediate family. they had had no babies, no children around. It had been a long time that they had been exposed to kids. And so even just that example of a big Lebanese family, they hadn't had a lot of hands-on contact with family life or babies. It was a very new area versus for me and my family, we're booming with babies and children. How to hold the kids is normal to us. Um, We've seen, I've seen my older cousins having babies for years now. And we kind of just see this flow, this process of exposure to family life. Not everyone has that today. I think there's a huge lack of exposure to babies and to family life. We have a whole generation of youth who really have hardly been around children or people a little ahead of them in life having families. And so I think this whole dink lifestyle being promoted comes from a place of woundedness, defiance, infertility, wounds from family of origin where, hey, I don't want to have kids based on the experience I had. I was talking to my husband earlier and I said, what are your thoughts on the dink lifestyle? And his first reaction was, people don't know what they're missing. The joy of cuddling your children, 
at the end of the day, snuggling with them and having fun. They don't know what they're missing because maybe there was a wound from their family of origin, or maybe they just haven't been around other parents who, yes, are in the challenging moments of parenthood, but who are also delighting in the innocence and joy of parenting and their children. You can join me and listen on the Relevant Radio app to Trending with Timory live each weekday at 6 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening.